episode 94. Don't point that thing at me. Join us at the table where we talk board games to miniatures and everything in between. The games we play with Brian and Chris. And welcome back to The Games We Play, a podcast about board games, tabletops, RPGs, miniatures, but always about the games we play. I'm your host and co-founder of The Games We Play, Brian, and with me this week is the other co-founder, Chris. Hello, everyone. CFC, co-founder Chris. (laughs) Like chlorofluorocarbons? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, Science Geek went to college. Chlorophyll. Yeah. <laughs> like Chlorofluorocarbons. Yep. Something like that. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, sure. Slight tangent. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, welcome back to the episode to the games we play. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode 94 of the games we play. Uh, right now, during pandemic, Chris and I are actually recording this remotely. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're, we're making this work while we can until we can finally get back to work and actually start seeing each other every day and play games and. Looking forward to that day, maybe soon, hopefully. Yes, exactly. We're, we're getting close. I think we are. I we think. are getting closer. We're getting closer. I'm pretty excited about that. It'd be nice just to play some games. I got a really good backlog of games that in the last year since we've been at work that I've acquired that would be really fun to play at lunch. I, I think some of the guys at work would really enjoy it, but we'll get there, I guess. Bring all those, lug those back into work and... Fill up my fill up my filing cabinet at my desk again. <laughs> Although sometimes Emily gets a little mad about that because she's like, "Hey, let's play this game." It's like, "Ooh, that's at work. And it's not home." You're gonna have to put a requisition request in next time I go to work so I can bring it home. All right. Well, thanks for joining us this week, uh, Chris. We're, let's just talk about some games and other stuff. What's been going on in your life? Absolutely. Uh, finished up with wrestling, actually, the high school season. Um, we Yes, we had two of our young sophomore wrestlers make it to the state tournament. Um, we had that this week, uh, this last weekend. And uh, first day uh, didn't go in their favor. Both of them lost both their matches and was mm. uh, eliminated from the state tournament. But very proud of the gentleman. Uh, these two guys, as well as a lot of, uh, we're a younger team. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. ver- yeah, very uh, heavy in freshmen, sophomores, and a few junior and seniors. But uh, these guys worked hard all season, uh, as, as well as the team. And these guys had a great experience making it to the state tournament. It was a lot of fun bringing them in there, and it was a great time. Uh, very surprised and thankful that the everybody did all of the all the measures all season long uh, with mitigations and everything we had to do um, as a state and to to be able to uh, host a wrestling season as well as the state tournament. But things yep. went off without uh, much hitch, and the kids did great, wonderful. So I am back hitting it heavy with board gaming now. So yeah, uh, yeah. Th- just uh, this last week was my birthday. Forty nine. Mm-hmm. birthday. Thank you, thank you. Big forty nine. Woo! Oh man. Uh, next year will be a, a century birthday. But uh, so we, uh, Jamie, made a big steak dinner. I got home from wrestling practice. Had a big steak dinner. It was wonderful. And the kids pulled out a game. So they uh, pulled out Cash and Guns Second Edition. So I uh, had had most of the kids. A couple of them were still at college, so uh, they weren't able to come over. So we need still needed a game that played six people. So they pulled out Cash and Guns. And mm-hmm. we, we played it. Uh, love that. That's that's a fun, light-hearted, jovial game. Uh, 2014, I want to say, is when they re- reprinted it for the second edition. came out. And um, 
lots of fun. Lots of fun. Uh, I ended up uh, winning it. Um, I, of course. Of course. Of course. I was the, the gangster boss starting off because it's my birthday. Uh, but anyway, I held on to that and uh, uh, lots of fun. If you guys have never played um, Cash and Guns, you basically, you're all mobsters. You just got done uh, with big heists and we're trying to split the loot but of course we're mobsters we we don't do it evenly um so there's arguments and so anyway you have these black <laughs> uh, foam uh shaped guns which of course they have orange tips because it's it's safety yeah you don't want to be pointing those probably a good stuff. idea yeah, actually, yeah exactly yeah. and so within the rules or the, the mob boss somebody's designated the mob boss and there's some order of rules with uh there's eight sets of eight monetary items dollars gems the diamonds paintings. yes there's paintings and stuff the more paintings you get the more they're worth uh the more diamonds you get there's a end diamond that you get like mm -hmm. sixty thousand extra dollars and then money's worth money in the end but there's also like uh free bullets um and then there's some healing cards health. But yeah yeah health so basically Not that what you it need is, it i mean yeah. you probably didn't need it yeah you play eight rounds and within your guns you have uh three bangs which means you actually shoot somebody and five clicks which means you're faking and so what you do is uh you count three two one and you point your gun at somebody and the mob boss has a boss rule and they can say uh they can tell one person to point to somebody else and so if somebody's pointing at you, of course, you're going to have them point somewhere else. So then what you do, you have a courage challenge after that. You count three, two, one. And if anybody still wants to stick in, um, you flip over or you don't flip over your card. If you want to get out and, you know, have the courage, mm -hmm. you flip over your little uh, 2D standy of the character you're playing and you're out. Um, but if you flip out, you don't get to be a part of the, the loot Um in the end but so then then you go around and anybody who's still standing uh their guns pointed you flip your card did you choose a bang or did you choose a bullet you only have eight eight of these cards you can use once for uh one per round then you discard the card so if you get shot you lose out on the loot and if you get shot three times you're out of the game so there is player elimination in this but it basically yep. comes around and in bluffing and this and that and it's fun definitely a mind yes, game a little it bit. is a mind yeah, game it, yep. it's jovial yep. it's jovial it's you gotta take it lighthearted. it's silly i mean the the art on it's silly uh everything is that these got uh like there's japanese names and uh um mob boss names and russian and gangster names and stuff like this and and it's the pictures are it, it's light hole and jarred and there's uh there's a couple other uh expansions which we didn't play the expansions yep. but but yeah we played cash and guns lots of fun it's a party game i want plays up to eight the base game plays up to eight yep, the expansions add different yep. different weapons and some different different things to the 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 game mode but basic game mode's De fun definitely well. not any other play I, I can't even think of any other party games that are quite like this. Most party no. games, it's it's social deduction yep. or some card card game or being silly, but this is unique in party games. I'm try, I try and think of anything else that's yeah. See, nothing comes to my mind exactly. This. I don't know. Th yep. That's why this this game just keeps standing the test of time, if you will. There's nothing yep. like it that keeps coming out. So it's it's a fun one. I I pulled this yep. out with a variety of people, people who don't even really like board games, right? And they really have a blast, no pun intended. Yeah, it, it is. It's just the jovialness and, you know, uh, oh, do I point, you know, or, or do I stand or do they ha actually have a bang or are they going to click and, you know, bluff me or are they bluffing? Am I bluffing? All this kind of stuff. Yep. It's fun. It's a fun little game. We enjoyed it and I ended up winning uh, by a landslide pretty of course. much. But yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, it was my birthday. Course. I better win. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, uh, I'll go ahead and talk about yeah. the game then. 
this week I got Overboss, a boss monster adventuring. Uh, it's a Kickstarter that we backed. And in fact, Chris, I think you backed it too and got your copy, correct? Yes, I did. Same day. Yep. You got to it nice. quicker than I did. Yep. I did. We, yeah. <laughs> we pulled it out and played it the same night. Um, it actually got held up in Kansas City, Kansas, for like two days. It was supposed to come two days earlier, but anyway, it's neither here or there. Uh, the South has been having some issues <laughs> this last week, that's for sure. <laughs> well, everybody, North, East, and West, too, as well. But yeah, the South, yes. Yeah, yes. yikes. Uh, anyway, yes. so we got this in. So I think we've talked about Boss Monster on the podcast before. Yes, we have. I, I it's been a while. Have. Yeah. Yep. But it, it's an 8-bit theme game where you play as a boss and they think Zelda or something like that. Yes. Resembles those old, like you said, 8-bit video games. It plays like it. It's set up like it. The uh, the art is it. It's The theme mm-hmm. is based off of it. So, yep. Yeah, and you're, you're trying to build a dungeon. That's yep. boss monster, essentially. It's a card game. A little too random for my taste, personally. But uh, you're trying to build a dungeon and try to kill heroes, is essentially. It's kind of a fun theme. Yeah. Kind of whimsical, silly. And there's a lot of shout-outs to pop culture and stuff, too. So those guys uh, that do this, they kind of are in tune to that uh, type of uh, games and, and whatnot. So they actually came out with this one called Overboss. The idea is instead of Boss Monster, where you're creating a dungeon, you're creating an overworld. Think Zelda Link to the Past, for right. example, yep. where you have a top-down view, overworld, or think Zelda for the original Nintendo or Famicom, depending what region you are in. And you're building this overworld with dungeons and stuff like that. And that's the essential theme or idea of this game. And so how that actually plays out is each person gets their board and there are tiles that come out. And so on your turn, you basically take a tile, which represents a a different train type. It might be woods or forest or graveyard or cave or whatever. I think there's 12 different types in the box. And then a token that comes out with it, a monster token that's randomly pulled out of a bag that is placed underneath it. So you take the pair of them, and then you have to place it on your world, essentially. And that's your turn. Then a new tile comes out, and a new boss token comes out, and then it's the next player's turn. So it's pretty simple in the gameplay. It's just basically drafting and placing, and that's it. The game goes until you fill up your whole board, and once you're done, then you score. So this is where it gets a little more interesting because how the scoring works and how you're picking out the tiles is really where the meat and potatoes of this game is. On top of it, your monsters also that you draft at the beginning of the game have a special power, and that special power is kind of a rules-breaking thing, so it might allow you to, to draft things a little differently or play something differently. And they also have a special scoring at the end of the game that's different than all the other players. So essentially what you're doing when you go to score is you're scoring all your monsters. So sometimes mini-bosses might come out, and they have victory points posted on them. Uh, But what you're doing is each tile itself has a unique scoring condition. So, for example, a dungeon tile gets uh, a victory point plus one for each unique type uh, left, up, down, and right of it. Uh, There are some that are set collection. There are some, well, you get points if it's next to this other train tile. Or you get extra points if it's next to a type of its own or the biggest contiguous or or what have you. I mean, they're all different flavors, which is kind of cool. And then you get extra points based on your monsters. If you placed a monster on the same train type, so if you placed a a forest monster on a forest tile, you get extra bonus points. And then any groups or lines in a row of the same monster type also give you 
uh, extra victory points. They're called bands of monsters. And so that's basically how you score. And then whoever has the most points at the end wins. And and that's basically it. It's actually a really simple game. Chris, have you got a chance to play it yet? I know I have not. Uh, that is one. It's still in shrink wrap. Um, hopefully this weekend we'll be opening that out and getting it out and playing with some of the, the kids. Yeah, even if you don't play, you might want to do it just because it's Kickstarter. You know how yeah. that goes. But yeah, I better just check out the pieces. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. And then get everything punched out and put away because it does come with game trays in the box, which game trays is just fantastic for a storage solution. So everything fits in the box really, really nicely. And actually, uh, it actually helps with a quicker setup, to be honest, once you get it all organized. But Overall, it's a very light game. Uh, I like the theme, the artwork, and everything looks looks pretty good and comes together. It's it's kind of puzzly uh, because you're trying to think where I should place this and how I should place this and leverage this and and well, it, this doesn't exactly go where I want to, but maybe later I can use a special power. Like sometimes portals come out, I can switch things around, and so there's there's a lot of that thought process that goes in. Not to mention. Every time you play, you randomize which tiles comes out. Because I think out of the box, there's 12 or 11 different tile or terrain types. And you only play five. So every time you play, it randomizes a little bit. And so you're trying to come up with the best strategy given the, the what, you, you know, what you're given. And so there's a little puzzly aspect for there. But for the most part, it's a very simple, really easy game to learn. And, and I kind of like it. Uh, it's definitely not player interactive per se. There is a deck of cards that come with the game that I haven't played yet, but they're basically they're called command cards. But essentially, they allow you to uh, essentially they, they're like take that kind of cards where it allows you to activate the action on it, which allows you like switch tiles. You can blow up somebody's tiles on somebody else's board. So it's a little more take that. But at the same time, it's it's not super easy to get those cards either because you have to get certain or fill certain conditions with your train to on the, that's listed on the card to be for, be able to fulfill it. So I guess there's some balance there, but at the same time, you can have a perfect setup and then somebody just blows up your tile and yeah. then you know it ruins your points. So you know I'm not a huge fan of a lot of take that. So that's about the only player action out of the box. And uh, overall, I think it was fun. I I'm not saying it's like the best game ever. It's not one that's going to blow you away. It's not really doing anything super unique or interesting. But what do it does do is it's a very solid, puzzly uh, strategy, like a tile playing scene game. It's a quick game, like two player. You can play in 20, 30 minutes. And the artwork and the theme is really cool. It fits all really well together. And then, I mean, just the storage solution alone is is pretty amazing. So overall, I, I definitely say it's a try. Definitely try it. Uh, it's a family game, that's for sure. Like, I, I can see kids liking this. I, I mean, it's not going to be younger kids, but younger teens and, and above. I, and it's a very approachable, easy to teach game. And uh, I, I kind of like it. Yeah, uh, Gabe, my son Gabe, has a lot of the boss monster games, so we played those before, and when this came out, it grabbed my eye on that, and I was like, oh, but then when I looked at it, um, I love some of the, the, the dice tower that it has, uh, the yeah, game the, components. The the dice tower is literally there just to hold yeah. the tiles. Absolutely. That just holds tiles. That's it. But, <laughs> but it looks the, really the cool. The aesthetic is really cool. You get the table presence of this. Is You get it out and it's like really cool. It's it's one of those things like Camel Up 
with the the extra little bit they went with this game. Oh, yeah. Like the, mm-hmm. the the dice storage or the, the tray storages and everything is phenomenal. Love that. But the table presence of getting that aspect of just adding that little extra table presence makes this game is like oh the tactile feel and <laughs> the the dice tile tower um, of it and everything is it looks re- makes it look really awesome, feel really awesome, and, 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 and the, the game t- is a good game. Yeah, and the tower fits in the yes. box. Everything the it breaks Did down. You see that picture I yeah. sent you? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty crazy. It, it easily comes apart, and in the box, the storage solution, it stores away the whole tower too, which is so nice. Yes, and so you know. Nice. Uh, yeah. To me, I, that's that. I just appreciate game designers and developers that come up with that because that that shows me they actually play the games that they develop because they ha- they they're thinking storage, they're thinking application, yeah. they're thinking all this, not just playing a game, but like how am I going to put this away and store it and I'm going to get it back out and all this kind of those little <laughs> yeah, things exactly. that that us gamers deal with every single day. So somebody going into that little extra step of making that. Oh my gosh, I just I love the organization of it love the feel of it love everything about it you know is it one of the top games absolutely not but is it a fun game yes and do those little extra things make it more accessible to me than another game that is all unorganized takes me extra half an hour to set up oh yeah Yeah. if i'm picking between the two games i'm gonna pick the one that i can set up in two minutes absolutely and that's to me that that's that's a huge bonus a huge bonus yeah and if you do play it, I yep. highly recommend, especially because, you know, we've played plenty of Hobbit games, yep. just start with the advanced side on the back of the board. Like your player board, the front side's like a four by three and the back side's a four by four. The four by four makes it a longer game. It makes it four turns longer. Uh, you're going to get way more points and be able to do more. So just start with the back side. Don't even play with the front side. Um, <laughs> that's my suggestion. But uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I really like the artwork, though, on this one. It. It made me want to go play Zelda A Link yeah. to the Past, one of my favorite, absolute, all-time favorite uh, video games of all time. I, I've played that game so many times. I love it so much, and it it made me want to go play because that's what it looked like and felt like to me. So pretty fun, pretty cool. Yeah, fun and stuff. by the way, the game does come with a couple promo cards for Boss Monster, uh, so you can add that to your collection when you get that opened. Nice. I didn't. I guess I didn't realize that. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I didn't realize it either. I was unwrapping. I'm like, what are these? Oh, these are boss monster cards. Okay, cool. <laughs> Go put that in my box. So, uh, good stuff. All right, Chris, uh, any other games you want to talk about? Uh, nope. Really haven't had much time to play a lot, uh, really. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Kate, folks, those listening out in audio land, I will have more games to talk about by the next time I'm on. I... <laughs> Trust me on that. Guarantee that. I will say that. So I my my high school wrestling is done. We still have um, AAU, which is our middle school and youth. Uh, we have our state tournament coming up in two weeks, but it's a lot less time commitment for me to do that. And we'll start up our freestyle and Greco-Roman wrestling. Um, and that's a lot less uh, that we won't start that till March, but that's yeah. a lot less time commitment uh, for uh, us to do all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> I will guarantee I'm going to get more games to play and to talk about soon. Well, let's do this. Yeah. What's a game that you're looking forward to playing here in the next week? Uh, I want to get more of the Century uh, Golems in. Jamie loves those. I really want to try out Bargain Quest. We've talked about it. I have not gotten mm-hmm. that on the table yet. Um, it kind of felt a little flat for me. Did but it? I'll, I'll, I really want to see your impression of it. Yep. it. It definitely 
wasn't as fun as I wanted it to be. No, okay. I'll have to check that out. I no, but do play. Yes. I want oh, to hear I do, your I thoughts do, I do. on it. Um, I want to get Clank out and introduce Jamie to Clank. Oh, dude, um, yeah, I know. So I love that game. Ever since. Fell in love with it since we played it at Origins. You introduced it to me there. We play it, yes. we play it all the time. Yeah, yeah. so I'm going to look to get that out. That's a game this weekend I want to get out. I, I would say, okay, looking at the shelf right now, I'd say Clank is going to be top um, century getting that out there again. Space Space is one I want to introduce Jamie to. Oh, so good. I like that one. I like that. Those are great. Yep. Those are great choices. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's I want to get one a day. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm going to get each one of those Ooh. done this week. So Very nice. Thanks. Well, ga- game for me on my horizons to talk about and play steampunk rally fusion is a kickstarter i backed last year almost a year ago now and it is getting fulfilled as we speak right now to u.s backers so i should have that my in my hands in the next week i'm really looking forward to play this i got the deluxe one that includes the first game steampunk uh Rally, I think, is the first one called, and it's supposed to be a really good game. It's by the Ro- by Roxley Games, which you are yep. uh, I love. known, or yep. you know who Roxley Games are. Yep. So I'm really looking forward to that. The first game is supposed to be really good. The second one looks really interesting, and I got the deluxe one, so it comes with all the money components, and it comes with this cool box that fits both games in it, which is really cool. I like so, that. Yes. So I'm really excited about that. So I have that in the next week, so I'll probably play both of them. And uh, another game, we have to get Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion in for for Emily, for her top game for the play this month. So I'm looking forward to get that on the table. It's been a few months, and it's so much fun. Like, so much fun. So good. So, so good. Yep, and that's about it for me for for games I want to try to get get going. A couple of games I want to talk about real quick, though, before we take off, is did you hear they're making another The Crew game called Mission Deep Sea? No, I haven't heard that. Not space, but the ocean. Yeah, so this just got announced, uh, I think, in the last week. So it's called The Crew Mission Deep Sea. It comes out later this year, I think June or July. Or maybe Gen Con. I don't know. They obviously don't know yet. But yeah, uh, supposedly it's supposed to have some new things to it that makes it different from the space or the original version. And it's definitely a ocean type theme. It looks pretty cool. Um, the first one's so good. It's a lot of fun. And for ten dollars, like even if it's not great for ten dollars, a card game, like yeah, I don't wow. know. it's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's coming out. I'm really excited about that. So something to keep your eyes open, and we'll talk about it further. Also, another game that just got announced is Red Rising by Stonemeyer Games. It's Stonemeyer's next game that they're releasing. Did you hear this? Oh, no, I haven't. I missed out on that. So Stonemeyer released or announced their next game, and it actually is coming out in, like, the next month or two because that's how Stonemeyer does it. He actually keeps all his stuff a secret until... He basically has everything shipped over and ready to distribute. Uh, So he doesn't have a huge lead-up time, which is kind of nice with his stuff. Uh, But Red Rising, if you don't know, is actually based off of the characters. It's a a series of books by... Oh, shoot. Who's it by? Pierce Brown. So it's it's a dystopian, sci-fi-ish type book series. I've read them. Um, They're okay. They're not my favorite. Uh, They're actually kind of violent, like very violent. A little more... A little bit more than I'm, I want to say, comfortable with, but enjoy. <laughs> uh, 
but th- th- I mean, they're good. The the solid li- the storyline's pretty good, but man, they're just brutal. They're hard to read through sometimes and listen through, uh, depending what you do. But Stone Jamie Stonemeyer uh, or D- Jamie Stegmeyer is a big fan of the book series, and he, I guess he got the rights and working with them, and is releasing a board game based off of the book. So pretty we'll cool. see. I, I've seen some of the screenshots. I've seen some playthroughs, like uh, How to Play has a How to Play it. It looks interesting. I wouldn't say it piqued me enough that I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy it day one. So we'll see. We'll see. It's it's just like a card game. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you have your little player board and you're placing cards down. They have actions, but it doesn't sound anything like super unique. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, those are just a couple big uh, gaming news that came out in the last week or two, I, I guess. So I just didn't know if you had heard about that, but no, I have your eyes open and see, uh, see what comes out of that. Pretty cool. All right. Well, anything else you want to talk about before we take off Chris? No, I was just looking at any Kickstarters that potentially were coming out here. Um, just some RPG ones. I was, I was looking at it. It's kind of a lull right now. There's not even any like big Kickstarters going on right now. Yeah. I I don't know if you saw the, the one zombie side came out with undead or alive, a Western version of zombie side. So yeah, Jeez, how many yeah. zombie side versions are oh, they going to come out gosh. with? They're going to milk it as much as they I can. Say they're just milking it, man. Yeah, so that that was the <laughs> the one I was going to bring out. There's so many zombie sides. So yeah, there's not sure. I mean the yep. There's a couple RPG ones. I think there's yep. there's some big RPG yep. ones out right now. Yep the the One Ring, which is the mm-hmm. uh, Lord of the Rings uh, Middle Earth role playing game. Um, this is the second edition, right? They're coming yes, out with? The, it's second edition. That's already made over a million dollars. Yeah, so that's that, that's a very popular one. They they, they are going to plan on come out with a fifth edition version of that, a second edition of the fifth edition. So this <laughs> the One Ring came out. Um, Free League uh, Publishing uh, took over the license from Cubicle Seven just oh, this last year did. yep so the free league is they're the ones who did like aliens, uh, aliens. Yep, yep absolutely the aliens so there are they revamp they're in the revamping it um it's a european company i want to say it's italian um it's an italian yeah company. i yes. think it's it's it, yeah i think it's italy yep i'm pretty sure but um, yeah it's over there yes so uh the one ring is very popular in europe and then what it's called Adventures in Middle Earth, which is an open source license of fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons version, God. is very popular in the United States. So mm. um, they're going to be coming out with another Kickstarter later. They talked about for the fifth edition version. So, um, but they they came out with the the Pathfinder Savage Worlds, uh, as well as mm, the Iron Kingdom, right. um, which is by uh, Privateer Press. Uh, they're making a fifth edition. Uh, version of the Iron Kingdom role-playing game. So Got Privateer it. Press, which makes War Machine and Hordes a very popular uh, miniature game, uh, they actually got into uh, the the uh, tabletop gaming business by uh, creating supplements for the open-source Dungeons & Dragons 3rd edition or 3.5, something like that, back uh, you know 20-some years ago. And so they were re- they they created their own universe called the Iron Kingdoms that way and got into uh, Dungeon and Dragons uh, alternate realms, and then the, their board games or their their miniature game and board games and stuff published after that. Well, they created their own um, RPG called Iron Kingdoms Requiem and things. Well, that's their own version and this kind of stuff. It just wasn't as popular. So what they did is they went to the open source license of 
fifth edition, which is huge, insanely popular mm-hmm. role playing game. So they they Kickstarter that just came out a week or so ago. So yeah, any of those RPGers out there, um, check out the Iron Kingdom uh, realm. That's pretty cool. I like that one as well as very interested in Pathfinder. I don't know. I've never played Fat Pathfinder, but I'm a big, huge Savage Worlds fan. Uh, so that's Pathfinder Realm is coming to the Savage Worlds game system. So interested in those and two. Pathfinder has a huge following. Oh yes, it's a, a subculture. Yeah. It's a it's a big thing. Absolutely, it's very big. And for to them to work with Savage Worlds, which is a smaller company, and they have their own uh, sex. So Savage Worlds is. Uh, adventures edition is the latest version and it's a uh, kind of a generic rule set and then they have all these offshoots of deadlands which is weird west um uh, east texas university which which is kind of a horror which are college students a horror theme uh then they have all these others there's fantasies which they had generic fantasies but now it came out with uh, pathfinder to have that theme as a fantasy one which is huge for savage world so mm-hmm. very curious at checking those two out but yeah. Yep, that's it. But cool. I haven't seen too many board games I was looking at um, of huge Kickstarter ones coming out. Yeah, I've not really seen anything else. Oh, one other thing, piece of news, and this will make Corey really sad. The Metal Gear Solid, the board game, did you hear about this? Oh, uh, no, but I, it sounds like you're going to tell me some bad news. So uh, Metal Gear Solid, the board game, designed by Emerson Matsuchi, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite designers, and we talked about this because we played this at Gen Con, Corey yes. and I did, and yep. I think you did too, right? Yep. And I, I, yes, and I watched uh, a lot. Over you guys played it way more than I did. I came up and well, you guys were already playing, so I kind of uh, stood over you guys' shoulder and watched. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we were pretty psyched about this, and it was going to come out with IDW. It was supposed to come out 2019. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And then 2019 did it come around, and so then like 2020. Well, it was just announced uh, last week, February 15th, that the game is not coming to the market anytime soon, at least not with IDW. I guess there were some problems between IDW and Matsushi. I don't know what happened. Matsushi retains the game rights, right? The artwork and the yep. system. However, he doesn't have the rights to the license of Metal Gear Solid. IDW does. So what that means for the what that means for this game, who knows? Uh, but does it look like this game is coming anytime soon? And it's definitely not coming from IDW. So we don't really have a whole lot of options of what's happening. There is just a brief statement about it, but I'm sure there's a lot more drama and other stuff that's going on behind the scenes if it if they're parting ways. So who knows what happened there? Yeah, that's sad. I don't know. Yeah, it is. It is sad because that was a fun game. I really enjoyed it. Oh yeah, and it was, I remember you could play as the cardboard box. They had a little cardboard box, and you can move it around. Um, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, you had a yeah. yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, I know that it was it was very cool, and just the whole tank, uh, and just the characters, and the, the whole scenarios, and I the just, line yeah, of sight yeah, and the know. noise. Yeah, it, yeah. It, was, it, was it was actually yeah. well done. Yeah. yeah. No, you. I remember because I stood over against your shoulder, and you guys had so much fun, and it's just remembering. I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't played this game forever, and it's it's coming back. Back to me on a board game version, and I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. They did a good yeah. job, but unfortunately, sad to see these problems yeah. come about. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah, what happens? Okay, well, cool. Uh, we'll just go ahead and end it there. Uh, Chris, thanks for, yeah. for joining, and um, it looking forward to 
playing some games with you hopefully soon now that yes. uh, wrestling is getting over and it's getting nicer outside. Like it's a yes. heat wave now. Oh my gosh. I mean, well, yeah, it's 30 by degrees. Heat wave, out. I mean, it's like 30. <laughs> <laughs> it's still below freezing, but man, it was negative 30 just the other day. It was ridiculous. Oh That's a my heat gosh. Wave right yes, there. I know. Well, wonderful. Well, well, we do appreciate you guys listening. Uh, we have fun talking about these games. Hope you found a game or something to check out. Chris, it was nice chatting with you. Look forward you to too. talking to you here in the upcoming week or two. Maybe get something set up to play some games. Absolutely. Uh, but until next time from the games we play, I am Brian. And I'm Chris. And keep on gaming. Join the conversation and feel free to give us your feedback. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at GamesWePlayPod. And at GamesWePlayPod at gmail.com.